is Thunderhead Pictures Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else that you get your podcasts at. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is news time from the podcast Thunderhead Pictures. Today's news is um, still brought to you by thenewsmax.com. Oops. Something happened to my audio. Wait a minute, please. There you go. Just my headphones went weird. Okay. This um, news article is by Lusa Casilla Tor. I'm not gonna gonna say her name that much because I can barely pronounce it. It was a news article on Newsmax.com on Friday, fifth August of the 5th of August, 2022, at 8.03 p.m. on Eastern District Time. Republicans are fortifying as Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, Democrat New York, um, prepares to ram through his massive uh, no, $730 billion climate and social spending package this weekend. The Hill reported Senator Lizzie Graham, Republican um South Carolina, I think it says RS wait a minute. Um uh, yeah, um Republican RC um or RC uh never mind. Told reporters on Friday that Republicans will ensure a series of um, pre-central votes to be held on the bill known critically as a vote-a-rama will be like hell for the Democrats. Quote, they deserve this as much as I admire Senator Joe um, Manchin. Democrat uh, WVA and Senator Christian uh, uh, and then the it's Democrat is Arizona for setting up to the radical left at times. They're empowering the administration that will make the average person life more difficult, Graham said. His comments came after Schumer announced his intention to push the inflation reduction act forward after coming to separate agreements with moderate colleagues Manchin uh, and Sima over the past two weeks. The Votorama method Schumer is using, which is permitted only for appropriations bill bills that's democrats pass their packages with a mere majority rather than the normally require 60 votes while simultaneously bypassing the need to eliminate the filibuster in response republicans are 
preparing to line up a series of votes to pressure Democrats on critical issues as the November election lingers. Senator John Brassero, uh, Republican Wild, said during a recent press conference that the party will focus primarily on energy inflation. the border and crime. Some Republicans are hopeful that they can add amendments and tank the entire bill, although they worry that Democrats might introduce a wraparound amendment, which could wipe out any amendments adopted during a voterama. In Friday press conference, Senate Majority Whip John Boom. I'm not doing all the letters. Question whether Manchin and Sima would vote for such an amendment. In the American Rescue, uh, quote, in the American Rescue Plan, they voted for a wraparound amendment and so felt like they were misled by their leadership at the time that they wouldn't never vote for the one of those again, unquote, Toon pointed out. So if you want to um, see the article with all the quotes and um, quotations, all that stuff, it's on the Newsmax.com website. I'm going to go and find another article for you. Uh, I don't th- oh, yeah, okay. Now there's a new article that posted up. That spending bill is so stupid, though. It should never been, should not be passed. Okay, here's the other article. Indiana becomes first state to approve abortion ban post Roe. Ah, can pronounce this R O E. This article is on um, Saturday, 6th of August, 2022, at 8.41 a.m. Eastern District Time. Indiana on Friday became the first state in the nation to approve abortion restrictions since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wayne as the Republican governor quickly signed a near-total ban on the procedure shortly after lawmakers approved it. The ban, which takes effect September 15th, includes some exceptions. Abortions would be permitted in cases of rape and incest before 10 weeks post-fertilization to protect the life and physical health of the mother. And if a fetus is diagnosed with lethal and malady, victims of rape and incest will be required to sign a uh, notarization affidavit attesting to an attack as had once been proposed. Under the bill, abortions can be performed only in hospitals or outpatient centers owned by hospitals, meaning all abortion clinics will lose their licenses. A doctor who performs an illegal abortion or fails to file required reports must also lose their medical license. 
wording that Titans current Indiana law that says a doctor may lose their license. They should just get census done. It's murder. It should be outlawed altogether. No matter what type it was, the baby was conceived. I am, uh, quote, I am personally most proud of each who served, who came forward to congratulate, share their views in a debate that is unlikely to cease anytime soon, unquote. Governor Eric Humpcomb said in this in the statement announcing that he had signed the measure, quote, for my part as your governor, I will continue to keep an open ear, unquote. If you want to read the rest of um, it's on the Newsmax.com's website. I'm not going to finish reading that because it's time for our reading story time. Abortion should be outlawed altogether, no matter what it is. Anybody that does it illegally should be sentenced to death since it's murder. Capital punishment used to be um, death penalty, but now nobody cares about it. Okay, I'm going to stop this. Story time, story time, brought to you by Thunderhead Pictures host, Show Dog. Woo! Today's story time is The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, On the Bridge by L. Frank Baum, Chapter 4, The Road Through the Forest. After a few hours, the road began to be rough, and the walking grew so difficult that the scarecrow often stumbled over the yellow bricks since they were uneven here. Sometimes, indeed, they were broken or missing altogether, leaving holes that Toto jumped across, and Dorothy walked around as for the scarecrow, having no brains. He walked straight ahead and so stepped into the holes and fell full length on the hard bricks. It never hurt him, however, and Dorothy would pick him up and set him upon his feet again while he joined her in laughing merely at his mishap. The farms were not nearly so well cared for here as they were farther back. There were fewer houses and fewer fruit trees, and the farther they went, the more dismal and lonesome the country became. At noon, they sat down by the roadside near a little brook, the, and Dorothy opened her basket and got out some bread. She offered a piece to the scarecrow, but he refused. I'm am never hungry he said, and is it, and it is a lucky thing I am not. My mouth is only painted on, and it, if I should cut a hole in it so I could eat, the straw I am stuffed with would come out, and that would spoil the shape of my poor head. Dorothy saw 
at once that this was true, so she only nodded and went on eating her bread. Tell me something about yourself and the country you came from, said the scarecrow when she had finished her dinners. So she told him all about Kansas and how great everything was there and how the cyclone had carried her to this queer land of Oz. The scarecrow listened carefully and said, I cannot understand why you should wish to leave this beautiful country and go back to the dry gray place you call Kansas. That is because you have no brains, answered the girl. No matter how dreary and great our homes are, we people of flesh and blood would rather live there than in any other country be it ever so beautiful. There is no place like home. This scarecrow sighed. Of course, I cannot understand it, he said. If your head's were stuffed with straw like mine, you would probably all live in the beautiful places, and then Kansas would have no people at all. It is fortunate for Kansas that you have brains. Won't you tell me a story while we are resting? asked the child. The scarecrow looked at her reproachfully and answered, My life has been so short that I really know nothing whatever. I was made only day before yesterday. What happened in the world before that time is all unknown to me. Luckily, when the farmer made my head, one of the first things he did was to paint my ears so that I can hear. I'm hurt that I heard what was going on. There was another munchkin with him, and the first thing I heard was the farmer saying, How do you like those ears? They aren't straight, answered the other one. Never mind, said the farmer. They are ears just the same, which was true enough. Now I'll make the eyes, said the farmer. So he painted my right eye. So he painted my right eye, and as soon as it was finished, I found myself looking at him and at everything around me with a great deal of curiosity, for this was my first glimpse of the world. That's a rather pretty eye, remarked the Mutchkin, who was watching the farmer. Blue paint is just the color for eyes. I think I'll make the other make the other a little bigger, said the farmer. And when the second then when the second eye was done, I could see him much better than before. Then he made my nose and my mouth but I did not speak because at that time I didn't know what a mouth was for. I had the fun of watching them make my body and my arms and legs, and when at last they fastened on my head, I felt very proud, for I thought I was just as good a man as 
anyone. This falls. Uh, this fellow will scare the crows fast enough, said the farmer. He looks just like a man. Why, he is a man, said the other, and I quite agreed with him. The farmer carried me under his arm to the cornfield and set me up on a tall stick where you found me. He and his friend soon after walked away and left me alone. I did not like to be deserted this way, so I tried to walk after them, but my feet would not touch the ground, and I was forced to stay on that pole. It was so, uh, it was a lonely life to lead, for I had nothing to think of, having been made such a little while before many crows and other birds flew into the cornfield, but as soon as they saw me, they flew away again, thinking I was a munchkin. This pleased me and made me feel that I was quite an important person. By and by, an old crow flew near me, and after looking at me carefully, he perched upon my shoulder and said, I wonder if that farmer thought to fool me in this clumsy manner. Any crow of sense could see that you are only stuffed with straw. And he hopped down at my feet and ate all the corn he wanted. The other birds, seeing he was not harmed by me, came to eat the corn too. So soon there was a great flock of them about me. I felt sad at this, for it showed I was not such a good scarecrow after all. But the old crow comforted me, saying, If you only had brains in your head, you would be as good a man as any of them, and a better man than some of them. Brains are the only things worth having in this world, no matter whether one is a crow or a man. After the crows had gone, I felt this over and decided I would try hard to get some brains. By good luck, you came along and pulled me off the stake, and from what you say, I am sure the great Oz will give me brains as soon as we get to the Emerald City. I hope so, said Dorothy earnestly. Since you seem anxious to have them. Oh, yes, I am anxious, returned the scarecrow. It is such an uncomfortable feeling to it. No one is a fool. Well, said the girl, let us go. And she handed the basket to the scarecrow. There were no offenses all at all by the roadside now, and the land was rough and untilled. Toward evening, they came to the great forest where the trees grew so big and close together that their branches met over the road of the yellow brick. It was almost dark under the trees, for the branches shut out the daylight, but the travelers did not stop and went on into the forest. If this road goes in, it must come out, said the scarecrow. And as the Emerald City is at the other end of the road, we must go wherever it leads us. Anyone would know that, said Dorothy. Certainly, that is why I know it, 
returned the scarecrow. If it required brains to figure it out, I never should have said it. After an hour or so, the light faded away, and they found themselves stumbling along in the darkness. Darkness. Dorothy could not see at all, but Toto could, for some dogs, see very well in the dark. The scarecrow declared he could see as well as by day, so she took hold of his arm and managed to get along fairly well. If you see any house or any place where we can pass the night, said, uh, she said, you would, uh, you must tell me, for it is very uncomfortable walking in the dark. Soon after, the scarecrow stopped. I would see a little cottage at the right of us, he said. Built of logs and branches, shall we go there? Yes, indeed, answered the child. I am all tired out. <coughs> so the scarecrow led her through the trees until they reached the cottage, and Dorothy entered and found a bed of dried leaves in one corner. She lay down at the at once, and with Toto beside her, she fell into a sound sleep. The scarecrow, who was never tired, stood up in another corner and waited patiently until morning came. That was the end of Chapter 4 of the Weasel. Wizard of Wiz. Just because this is the end of chapter four of the Wizard of Oz. Chapter four, the road through the forest. The wonderful Wizard of Oz on the bridge by L. Frank Baum, read by Joe Dog. This is story time by Thunderhead Pictures Podcast. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts on Android users. You can follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts on the Kindle users. You can listen to us on Audible Podcasts. If you have a web page, you can go to anchor.fm in the description of the episode and the description of the show itself. You can support us. This is Thunderhead Pictures Podcast Story Time. Have a nice day. Sorry about going, but this is the end of... From the Head Pictures Podcast, you've been caught in the storm. Come back next week to enjoy the next episode. You can support this episode right in the support link in the description of this episode or the description of the show itself. Support might end if we want to play music. So stay tuned to the episodes to know when that is. Okay, we are going off the air. You've been caught in the storm again. Ha ha!